Alleluia, Christ is risen. Friends of God, today's readings place us in the middle of what seems like a very human predicament. It's that space of being in between, having departed in from sense, some sense from where we were, but not yet arrived at where we are going. I think, for example, of those who are graduating from high school or college this year and who will be going to a new school in the fall or beginning a new job or taking off on a new adventure, the destination of which is not yet clear. Perhaps for you this morning, this is a season in between in a relationship, whether betrothal or engagement or just getting a little more serious, committed, what we used to call steady. But you're now in that place in between because your relationship is more than it was, but not everything it is likely to become. Perhaps for you it's vocational. What you're up to no longer fulfills you. And you are looking for that new thing, that new opportunity, that new job that will get you up in the morning with renewed vigor and enthusiasm. I, for one, can relate to these lessons at a very personal level. Most of what I do and most of who I am is presently betwixt and between. No longer what it was, but not yet what it will be. All of us at various times in our lives, and perhaps some of you here this morning, living with the anxieties and with the challenges and also with the opportunities of being in between. Today, the church's story of Jesus continues to unfold, and there we discover Jesus and the community gathered around him very much living into the deep emotions of being in between. Today's gospel is a portion from the high priestly prayer of Jesus recorded by St. John. As he was agonizing, and Jesus was agonizing about his impending death and being separated from his disciples and all those whom he loved. And it, in a sense, it it interrupts the, the natural flow of the story that we've been living into since Easter Day. This last Thursday, of course, was the Feast of the Ascension, and you can hear its theme in the readings and in the hymns for today. 
And next Sunday is the great feast of Pentecost, the last Sunday of Easter, the last of the 50 days of unbridled Paschal rejoicing. And between these two great feasts, Ascension and Pentecost, we hear about this rather intimate, prayerful encounter of Jesus with God the Father that took place in anticipation of his passion and death. It's an almost voyeuristic look into one of those in-between moments of Jesus, a sort of pleading with the Father that's a sign of Jesus' own sense of liminality between life and death and life again. It's a narrative that brims with strong emotions. And today's reading from the Acts of the Apostles also has a strong betwixt and between character to it. The scene there, friends, is just after the ascension. Jesus has been taken up into heaven, and the apostles are considering the appointment of yet another apostle to take the place of Judas, who betrayed him. They are to choose one who knows Jesus and who could join them in giving witness to the resurrection. They prayed and they cast lots and the mantle of apostleship fell on the shoulders of Matthias. And what strikes me in all this is that in these very human stories of liminality, these stories are images that, in which we can see people living rather deeply into what it means to be in between. And we discover again the importance of dependable relationships. Nowhere in the New Testament is the intimate relationship between Jesus and his Father more visible than in these moments of prayer as he anticipates all that is to come. Whether the scene here in John's Gospel as he offers up his relationship with his disciples or the more graphic narratives of the Gethsemane prayer as recorded in the other evangelists. But these are transitional moments in the life of Jesus. And he connects most powerfully and most intimately, even passionately, with the Father, precisely in these moments in between. It points, does it not, to the dangers we encounter in those in-between moments of our lives, when we push off from where we've been, but cannot yet fully see the other shore. We're in dangerous waters, and it would be easy, very easy indeed, to lose our way. So perhaps, friends, it is instructive to see Jesus in just such a place and to note that in his transitions, he reached out for a deeper 
and more intimate relationship with God. He became more clearly aware of his need for those whom he loved. And the Church of the Apostles gathered after the ascension, gathered to choose another apostle to share with them and giving witness to resurrection, worked out their in-betweenness by ensuring that the new apostle among them would know Jesus and the power of his resurrection. That the new apostle would be in relationship with Jesus. Friends, in, in the narrative of the church's life, we are in these days in the empty space. We're in the dangerous territory, if you will, between Ascension and Pentecost. Between the departure of Jesus and the arrival of the Holy Spirit. And insofar as we live into this narrative, we are reminded that life's transitions, life's liminal journeys, life's thresholds, whether anticipated or unexpected, can be frightening, even dangerous places to be. But we're also reminded that when Jesus found himself in just such an in-between place, he turned to his relationships. His relationship to God the Father, and he held on ever more tightly to the love of his friends as he moved in between life and death and as he continued to journey from death to life again. And the story of the call of Matthias to join the apostles is ultimately a story about a well-entangled web of Easter relationships. Today, dear ones, we celebrate baptism. For that is, in fact, what confirmation and reception is all about. The renewal and celebration of baptism. And what better sign and symbol for us to recall and to renew afresh than the church's sacrament whose essence is at once both liminality and belonging. For you see, baptism is the sacrament of liminality because one passes from life to death to life again in its precious waters. Because one moves from a life limited by mortality and receives a life that is unbound, that is free, and that is eternal. Eternal life does not begin at the grave. It begins at the font. And baptism, dear ones, is the sacrament of belonging. 
because through it we are claimed by God for a relationship in which we are loved with graceful abandon and which these in-between times cannot destroy. Oh, and one more thing. Like it or not, baptism gives us each other as companions along the way. That puts me in mind of a wonderful quip of St. Benedict, the founder of most of Western monasticism. Someone once asked St. Benedict, what was the hardest thing about being a monk? And without hesitation, he said, other monks. feels that way as Christians someday, doesn't it? But friends, as long as life endures, there will be no end to liminality. No end to the agony of getting caught in between. No rest from the vigilance of being in dangerous places that are neither here nor there. But in the meantime, in the meantime, we have holy baptism. God's graceful gift to us, not for eternity, it's not fire insurance. But baptism is a gift of God for the living of these days, for this life. It is the sacrament upon which we cling for comfort in our liminality and for security in our belonging. Alleluia, Christ is risen.